Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, professional homegirls and niggas. It's your girl, Epinay, and I want to give a huge shout out to Kendra and Miss Ladies, two supporters of the PhD Podcast Patreon account. Thank y'all both for supporting the podcast and holding me down and not holding me up. Uh, before we begin this week's episode of Part 2 with the guys, here's a snippet of a bonus episode from our in-house licensed sexuality and relationship therapist, that's only available for those Patreon members. To hear the full episode as we talk about threesomes, niggas having performance anxiety, and whether or not soul ties are biblical, please click the link in the show notes. Y'all enjoy this week's episode. Please be safe. And until next time, later. Uh, what are some advice for those who don't want to have sex all the time with their partner? Like, is it wrong to tell your nigga no? No, um, because you're not always feeling sexual. I think right. that um, mismatched uh, libido is something that's real. It it just mm-hmm. kind of happens in relationships. It's probably less common that um, couples are like completely matched up or synced up, and like when you want it, I want it all the time. Um, more times than not, there's going to be a mismatch situation happening. And so Mm -hmm. um, I think that it's perfectly okay to be honest and, you know, explain that you may not be in the mood. Uh, However, I do think that if it becomes a, uh, a tool of manipulation, then that's the problem. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and then also, you don't necessarily have to be rude about it. You know, yeah, let your no be a no, but like it, it, <laughs> it starts to feel like constant rejection from the partner mm-hmm. who is, for example, if it's one partner that's always initiating and another partner that's always saying no, you know, I, what is that dynamic going to do to the rest of the relationship? So, mm-hmm. so yeah, I think it's perfectly okay and healthy 
to not want to have sex all the time and to express that to your partner. But again, it goes back to communication. Um, you know, how are you communicating this to your partner? And are we using it as a tool of manipulation? Um, mm-hmm. You know, like, uh, if you did what I told you to do, then you get some booty. Like, no, nah, we can't do that, right? Damn, um, I be doing that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we can get what I want. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you don't want to be manipulative in that way, you know. Um, yeah, that's that's not a. Nah, I wouldn't suggest it. <laughs> I don't do it. I, well, I'm in a, a, a serious committed relationship. I don't do it all the time because most of the time I be down yeah. with the shits. But I, sometimes I do it just to get what I want, and it works. Uh, okay. Fast, I be heavy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking how it could. Certain things you just don't want to use as a manipulation tool, right? Because it, it may, the other person may tire of it. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, and then it may, they might become petty, you know, right back. It's like, well, I don't want no pussy no way. So, you know what I mean? Right. Like, and then, and then that's how the fight started, right? So, <laughs> niggas be arguing for nothing. <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. But um, if the issue is wanting your partner to do something, just like straight up ask them, hey, I need you to do this for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but it doesn't have to be like dangling a carrot for them to do it. Um, like, hey, can you do this for me? And if they say no, then like maybe there needs to be a discussion about what's going on. So, yeah. But to your original question, it's perfectly okay to not want to have sex every time your partner wants to have sex. Welcome. You are now listening to The Professional Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode of the PHG Podcast. It's your girl, Ebony, and like always, I am super excited about this week's episode. Uh, Before we begin, let's do some housekeeping. Please make sure to follow me on Instagram at the Professional Homegirl, at the PHG Podcast, and at Ebony Beauty. Follow me on Twitter at T-H-E-P-H-G underscore. Show the website some love at www.thephgpodcast.com. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, or you just want to say hey, girl, hey, please make sure to email me at hello at thephgpodcast.com. If you are listening to this episode on an iPhone, please make sure to leave a five-star review at the bottom of the page. The podcast is grown with over... 100 five-star reviews and I have so much in store but I cannot grow it without my professional homegirls and also shout out to the niggas that's listening to the podcast as well I appreciate y'all and I see y'all my nigga listenership is growing so thank y'all for listening and tuning in last but not least I need y'all to support the PhD podcast by becoming a patron at www.patreon.com patreon is spelled p-a-t-r-e-o-n 
forward slash the PhD podcast. There are four different tiers ranging from $3 to $20. I have some really dope stories that I've been working on, including a documentary, but I need y'all to support the kids. So hold me down. Don't hold me up. Niggas, those that's been sliding in my DMs, open up that wallet (laughs) and show me some love and support me. Um, The link will also be available in the show notes. So please keep in mind that all of my guests are anonymous. So let's begin this week's episode. Do y'all believe in unconditional love? Ooh, shit. We talked about this last night. Yeah. But I want to touch on it again. Uh, who we gonna start with? You can start this one. Yeah, you go ahead. Go ahead. I believe in un- unconditional love. Mm-hmm. I believe that you, you'll be so, and I wanted to say this last night, but we was getting so far into it, really trying to get the tab. Okay. <laughs> we could if we would have kept it going, man, Tab would have been rent. Okay? <laughs> I know. But I think I misspoke a little bit because I think what I was explaining was a marriage type of love. Before just relationships before marriage and the love that you have before marriage, it's you know I I explained it wrong. What I wanted to say was, I want I, I want a relationship that don't mess up before marriage. If you if you can go through a relationship where no cheating is involved, no infidelity, no no no, no trust issues, you know I, I believe that that can happen. And if Me you can too. make if you can make it there mm-hmm. before marriage. And it's everything you're looking for, like you said, like what are we looking for in, in, in a woman, what you're looking for in a man, then you, you got it, you know. I got a little bit off topic, but. No, I agree with you. Yeah. Yeah, but I think, I think people, people always want to relate. The example of unconditional love is always, Family, children, niggas always like niggas and and when we always kind of go back to like we give examples of our mothers and our kids and shit like that. Like that's different. That's separate, bro. Like that's separate. I, but that's what I'm saying. I'm not. A, let me let me let me finish. <laughs> I think unconditional love exists, and I think it's okay to 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 have unconditional love for your kids. I think mothers and sons have, I think, have that, have mothers to sons have unconditional love a whole lot. Like, that's, that's, especially in the black community. Like, all, all our mothers in this room, us four, we got good mothers. I know all y'all mothers. They love y'all unconditionally. They love y'all. I know that. My mama love me unconditionally. I can't do no wrong to my mama, see? Y'all can't do no wrong to y'all mama. But when it comes to relationships, bro, I don't even re- re- truly believe that unconditional love is is the way to go. I'm gonna be honest with you, G. Because unconditional love comes with a lot of things. Like you put up with a lot of shit when you love somebody unconditionally. That means that you're gonna ride with this motherfucker from from the from the front to the back. They gonna put they can put you through whatever. You are gonna ride with them. That's what that's what loving somebody unconditionally means to me. That's that, that's is that wrong or right? I'm not, 
That's it's subjective almost. It's subjective. No nah, man, if that's what you went to. You can, no, love, no. you can love somebody and not be with them. If that's what you went to, and you don't want to handicap them. Either. If that's yeah, what you went yeah. to, so if you, it don't got. It's not really a wrong or right thing, but me. At thirty, having been through the, the relationships that I've been through, I ain't got time for that goof ass shit no more. Like, but that's what, all I love. I'm What's your definition of good fast shit? I'm just saying like certain, You don't have a tolerance for that. I don't have a tolerance, right. That's that's the perfect way to put it. I don't, I, I don't have a tolerance for, cer- what, for certain shit, bro. Unconditionally, man, you're going to love this motherfucker through whatever they put you through. No, because you have a tolerance. So that's... Ah, that's different, G. I don't know. That, that, that don't, we getting I, back into the same thing. Right. You know what I'm saying? I thought, I thought that topic wasn't me. No, this is great. The dialogue we had last night was perfect. I just think that everybody, I think that the definition of unconditional love, everybody got their, it's different definitions of the shit, right? And it's subjective, like you said. It's subjective because everybody has their own feelings about how they feel about love, period. That's always a different topic at a table, right? So what you what you, what you may define as what what you define love as you might not define it. We might not have the same definition because right. of your upbringing or the way you've been loved or the way you've loved. You know what I'm saying? All that's all that's different. I feel like the umbrella of unconditional love is enabling. Like you like you said, like you gonna let a motherfucker get away with murder. Oh, but I love you. No, that shit's stupid. It's not. Like regardless of it's, if it's your mama. If it's your brother, if it's your old lady, if it's your pops, like you can't enable motherfuckers to do stupid shit. Like that shit gotta have like a a barrier, you know what I mean? Like, and you gotta hold people accountable. That's kind of why we are in the reason, like a lot of the shit that's going on today. Like, what? So what? What you think? Uh, about unconditional love. G, what you think? I believe in unconditional love, but I think that. When it comes to unconditional love, I think that for me, I have my tolerance. So mm-hmm. I have my, I have my uh, threshold. So like, if you cheat on me, that's a that's a dub. But that doesn't mean that I'm not gonna love you any less. It just means that I just can't be with you because you can't respect me the way that I want to be respected. So I think that, but I get what you're saying. Like everybody just have what works for them, tomato tomato. So it's just like, but for me, you can still love somebody unconditionally. Regardless of how they treat you, you just can't be with that person. So it's love. It's, it's, it's unconditional love. And That's love, how I feel. It's unconditional love and love without boundaries. The same thing. I feel like sound like the same thing to me. I, I, and I feel like unconditional right. love comes with a lack of respect. Ooh. Because it's go. like fuck you. You love me. You right. gonna love me. You love and me. Regardless. And I'm a disrespect you because I know you love me. But then why do we why when we have these conversations why do it always have to be like a negative connotation when but it comes that's, to that's that's what love. unconditional love is you that's a specific question y'all saying it to the extreme yeah, no, like, yeah. I, I think it's just, no like, I think it's fuck, extreme fuck, I, like fuck you cheat on me that's not that's not that's stupid that's stupid and I that's think that we've all been conditioned to no, think dumb, of struggle right? love. No, like, I'm love is not that. struggle. I'm with you. I that's feel like real love that's, come with conditions. Like, if I keep going to jail and telling my mama to bail me out for $10,000, she's going to say, sit your funk ass in there. <laughs> no. <laughs> but that's real love, though. No. 
That's not real love. No. But if you did some dumb shit. That's not real love. No, it's not. You need to learn. No, no, you're you, love is out of it. Right. You 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 taking so advantage taking, of love. That's people take advantage of unconditional love. That's what I'm saying. Stay family. No, that's exactly what I'm you, What are you saying, PHG? What he's saying is, and I totally agree with him on this one, is people take advantage of your love. And that's what I'm saying, the disrespect comes from. Right. That's disrespectful. Right. right. So we all saying the same right. thing. Right. Yeah, you're exactly. not agreeing with us. Come on, boy. I'm not Listen agreeing with y'all. Because I no, I think we all saying the same shit just yeah, a different way. Me, me and him definitely saying the same Because, like, shit. unconditional love is like, you my mom, I could fucking, I could sell your fucking TV. Yeah, and yeah. I'll come back tomorrow and you're going to love me while you looking at the fucking wall. No, she ain't. She no, she's not. <laughs> she that's is. going to be a son she don't want. <laughs> <laughs> all right. But that's a condition. If she don't want you no more, that's a condition. If she don't want you, if she, if she can say, you know what? I love you, baby. But you tweaked. But that's unconditional. But yeah, but I can still love you. That means I have to put up with your shit, though. So moving on. Yeah, I don't want to. Alright, we can move on. But I don't think we should. Okay, (laughs) we want to agree to disagree on that. So how do you know if she's the one? Yeah, I want me to go. I can go. I can always go. How do you know she's the one? They said they were talking about. Come I on, mean, if, yeah, you the same if, thing. if you don't have to think twice, <laughs> you don't gotta think twice about what? If you don't gotta I'm think twice, if you don't have to think twice that man, I can see myself with this lady until we old and gray. Mm-hmm. What red flags can pop up that can cause me to walk away in between us being thirty and eighty? If it's a bunch of red flags that pop up. When I say a bunch, uh, when I say a bunch, I, what kind of red? It's a general G. Family issues with her family, with you, or um, things that she she don't want to give up. Give and take situations, sure. sacrifices. Not willing to compromise. Because I think us at this table is so mature. We at a point where we understand sacrifice, and we know we bring a sacrifice to the table. But then that person. She's still saying, well, I don't see nothing wrong with what I do. But then in our eyes, we say, that's an issue. And she don't see that. And even if she don't, even if she don't see it as a problem, but she still say, I'm not going to get that up. That's a problem. You know what I'm saying? That's a red flag. I agree. You know what I'm saying? Uh, What is the question again? How do you know she's the one? Oh, this how I know. Uh, you done? I don't mean to I'm done. I ain't really got too much. <laughs> <laughs> I know she the one. I pull up on her and I say, hey, shorty, tee up. <laughs> and she be like, okay. Hey, shorty, tee up. <laughs> I'll be like, yeah, this my bitch. I'm a this motherfucker. <laughs> I love her. Her ass got substance. Bitch, you ain't never got me out of jail. You ain't come on yet. No, I'm bullshitting. I'm trying to make it a little longer. No, no, you're right. Every man wanna. Well, I'm just bullshitting. No, that's though. true. It's cliche, but what I'm about to say, men in the rap song, every, every man wanna a lady in the street, but a freak in the sheet. <laughs> a, a ghetto ass, a ghetto, a ghetto lady, but still know how to put. Come on now, boy. But niggas Come like on now, boy. niggas like when women have 
hood aesthetic. For sure. Yeah. And that's why I be telling niggas people. like that. You gotta find a nigga though. You can't just find no random up. Like we really appreciate that <laughs> shit. A well put together nigga. Yeah. A nigga with a character. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody at the table well put but, together. But nigga. yeah, but that's what I was like. The other question you asked, like when I know you know she the one is gonna come with balance. Mm-hmm. They come and hold shit down. Like you know I'm out there outside getting busy. I'm outside <laughs> getting busy. I'm maneuvering. I'm finessing. I'm putting on this face. I'm doing all this wild ass shit. <laughs> wild as hell. To come back home and be you. And then you, yeah. right. And it's then certain, I, I just you wanna, ain't on hell with that. Like I, I know, and it's just Damn. like I could look and be like, oh, you worried about that? No. Nah. You ready? Wait, you flipping out over that? There's some real shit going on out here. There's real shit going on outside, and you worried about that bullshit? Like, oh, my sock in the middle of the floor, and you flipping out over that? Oh, you ain't the one for me. It's some like you just be like, oh, you just how you approach it. Come on, your sock is always in the middle. But no, no, no. Okay, that's (laughs) your sock is on. I'm 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 gonna say it's how you approach it. Be like, hey, boy, you dirty as hell. Be like, I'm gonna clean that shit up. My bad. Or you be like, what the fuck? You always gotta suck it up. Like, nah, niggas ain't trying to be cleaning up. You worried about that shit? You worried about the wrong shit? To me, right? You worried about and you gotta be fine though. Well, if your makeup all over the motherfucking sink, we take some toilet tissue and wipe it off. You, we ain't saying nothing, cause we don't want to cause no drama. Pick the sock up, we gonna wipe the, the shit off. Okay? <laughs> All right, that's what we gonna do. And you gotta be fine for me, cause I gotta and be you know attracted to your wife. I gotta be, I gotta wake up every single day and look at you and be like, whew, I'm on that. Go ahead and get busy. Be like all this like deep diving shit. It's cool, but you gotta be fine. Fine inside and out. Yeah, for sure. Hundred percent. You gotta be fine, both, for sure. Come on, Ken. Me, I think I, I look for. And in my current situation, I it was certain things that I was looking for, right? So it's like these little tidbits. I was like, Damn. everybody looked at his girlfriend. <laughs> they all looking at her. She over there taking a nap. Wake up, girl. Hit this shit. So it was certain things that I think. I think that. Uh, majority of the time specifically with men we're gonna always look for certain things that the previous person didn't do especially if we were in a solid situation where we were like the person that was holding shit down you know we gonna we gonna look for shit that this certain person didn't do like that's just human nature right so for me mm-hmm. i was looking for it was these little tidbits it wasn't even like these huge things I was looking for. I what was like, looking man, for? I ain't gonna lie. You know what I love, G? <laughs> I swear to God. Because we go to dinner, we go out, we go to the club, we go here, we go here. I'm always, I'm gonna pick the tab up, right? Mm. I'm, gonna pick, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna pick shit up, right? I'm gonna put my wallet out, whatever. I'm, I know I, I'm, I'm, that's expected, right? I'm, I'm expecting, each night, I'm, I'm already calculating in my head how much money I'm gonna spend for me and my woman to have a good time. Mm-hmm. Guess what I like? We go to motherfucking taco. We go to Carbone. The tab thirty five dollars. I want to see my woman pick that motherfucker up. You know why? It ain't got nothing to do with how much the tab is. That just made me feel good that you even just thinking about like, you know, let me pick this one up. Mm-hmm. So 
Quick okay. check, check, can I tell a quick story? Go ahead. On my first date. Get the right? shit off King. My first date, right? We went to lunch. Talking about your current situation? Yeah, we went to lunch. Oh, she woke up for this. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we went to lunch. This one I knew she was the one. I gotta give an example. We went to lunch, right? Went to Doc B's Fresh Kitchen over on Grand. <laughs> Doc B's, anywhere, full drinks, you're gonna spend about 100 bucks, 120, which is standard, right? That's standard for a, a, a date, almost. A lunch date, damn that, right? So, I picked the first tab up, boom. Y'all, he in love. I picked the motherfucker up, so we say, you know, we gonna go have some drinks down the street. Mm-hmm. Right? So we go to the drinks down the street, boom, boom, champagne bar. In my mind, I was already expecting to pick that tab up, too. But the motherfucker did some cold shit. I went to the bathroom, like, tab came. I walked out, went to the bathroom, come back, tab paid. Like, oh, I got this one. Like, that shit was cold to me. That's why I'm like, oh, this motherfucker might be the one. And I, and I feel like it sounded like awareness. Like you it's, just, just, it's just motherfuckers being aware of, like, dating is expensive, bro. It's mm-hmm. expensive. And just being aware of, like, a pressure relief. That's it. That's all. That's all. That's all. That, like, that, it ain't got to be financial. It's just relief something. Exactly. Though. Don't make me have to, like, do everything. Every fucking thing, bro. I can't do everything. Like, it ain't got to be financial. I can't. I can do everything, but I but why would but I mentally, bring somebody, I can't. But why would I bring somebody in my life that can't do something? So, so I think that might be that might be how how I look at it. Like, damn, this motherfucker might be it. Not even because your motherfucker picked up a seven dollars tab like that ain't got nothing to do with it it was a principle for me it was a more it was more sort of principle of like you even being thoughtful like to, to think like damn dating is expensive this mm-hmm. shit this is for, for the record because we gonna do this shit tomorrow right <laughs> we going out tomorrow too <laughs> for, you know what i'm saying for, for the record he far from broke <laughs> the man's at it okay hey man chill out bro <laughs> i'm just they don't know your name. <laughs> okay? They know mine. Because <laughs> I say it two, three times. <laughs> I definitely said your name. I, I said his name twice. All right, so another question that everybody always asks me is, oh, wait, did you want to answer? No? All right. He don't want to talk, y'all. All right, so why do men cheat? Oh, shit. What? What question is that? <laughs> Something ain't right. I don't know. I can't answer that. Yeah. Black men don't cheat. <laughs> Black men don't cheat. I think they heard me. Yeah, that's going to be kind of muffled. <laughs> <laughs> you all in the mic. Black men don't cheat. Y'all want to say nothing about this? Black men really don't cheat? I don't know why niggas do anything. I know why I do what I do. Yeah, we can... Please the fifth. No. <laughs> what, the, what is going on? Y'all really don't want to answer this question? I don't know why niggas do what niggas do. I'm telling you what I do. So why do you cheat? I am. You ever cheated? No, because I don't do shit. <laughs> I don't I can't justify why a nigga do what they do. I'm asking questions specifically for a person. I think it's two things. Oh shit. Thank you. I think it's something not right in a relationship for one. Mm. Mm-hmm. Something like and what? I think it's a maturity issue with the man. Maturity, facts. Something like what? Because I ain't got, I haven't been in a relationship younger than 28. 
Okay. Not really, because I because I knew I was gonna be a wild boy. <laughs> so I knew I was gonna cheat. So that's why I can't answer this question. But I didn't sit there and lie to nobody. Oh, I'm gonna love you. And, nah, I knew I was gonna fuck around. Now I got a little older. I don't even know what that shit means. But mm-hmm. go my bad. I mean no cheat. My bad. That's I mean, it's self-explanatory. It's either it's, uh, there's an issue in your relationship or it's a maturity issue with the man or or woman. I mean, but the question is, why do men cheat? Is it, it's a maturity issue. If that man has a good woman and they want their cake and ice cream too, then it's a maturity issue. Yeah. You know? I, I feel like men... When you, and this is cliche, super cliche statement. When you know, like when you know, you know is a real, as cliche yeah. as it is, it's a real thing. Like when men know, they fucking know. They know. You know what I'm saying? Like, because it'll be a and, and piggyback off of what, what my man is saying right <laughs> over here. My <laughs> <Why>, nigga. Um, <laughs> it'll be a situation where. A great woman in a great household with it with, with, with her man and, and a situation and she said, Hey, go out. I'm busy. I got a, a long night ahead of me now. I need quiet time. <laughs> and then I love that, you, baby, but I that, gotta yeah. fuck these hoes. <laughs> <laughs> Not even like that. Like you you we we all all four of us finna meet up, we finna go out, we all we got the Best of cologne on, and we. <laughs> 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 yeah, yo, Wait, we, we to a T. Nah, <laughs> we to a, We fitted and ready to get it, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and, and we get out, and then, and then four. It's, it's three. No, it's four of us here right now. And then four of them walk up to us. Mm. Damn. <laughs> it be the one that got the the hall pass. It go back. It go back to bro. Like we don't know why we do. We do. We just stupid. We know. Niggas know. No. Wait, I'm, know. I'm, 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 I'm gonna go to the beginning. I'm gonna go to the beginning. You know what? Nah, I, I you, know, you know what I enjoy? I enjoy waking up in the morning at this age. If I'm in a situation <laughs> and I did everything right. Facts. Hell yeah. Yeah. That's a fact. Hell yeah. Because I can't take it. Because you know better. In my 30s, I cannot wake up and know I did wrong the night before. That's real. Who would have taken it? It's a different type of shit. You feel that motherfucker? Hey, yo, little torso. You like. That's real. That's like. It feel different. It's like going into collections. Okay. You overcompensate. You be like, hey. Yeah, it's too much. Man, to, to do wrong the night before and wake up guilty, Joe. I rather, if you can get past that and wake up the next day and not and you do it right. Yeah. Oh man, everything I'm, gonna be good, Joe. And I'm, I'm I'm gonna go to the beginning of the of all of this. Like, if you feel a need, like you could tell, like oh, I could do whatever this motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Like I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm call you my girlfriend, but I'm gonna be out here going crazy because your ass stupid. <laughs> and I'm a you you my arm candy. Like for real, like yeah. like motherfucker get out, like motherfucker get out. Mm-hmm. And and like it's the beginning stages of all of this shit. Like niggas know, like 
Yeah, I'm tired of people saying niggas don't know. Niggas don't know. I can get out on you. Niggas You way too thirsty. You way too dumb. I can get out on you. Boy, be like, no, this motherfucker don't play. So could y'all stay with y'all girl if she cheating on y'all? Never. Nah, that shit over. Never. You cook. Never. You cook. Especially how we hold shit down. Bitch, you can't have that kick in ass cream. <laughs> no, no, no. You cook. No. Next question. Next question. <laughs> Next. We all sick. Because we do too much. You cook. All right, so could y'all do a long distance relationship? No. Tried it. I can't. Need work. Never. For me, I tried it. Never. No, I ain't, I ain't even work. jumped off the porch and did Because I know. You there? I'm here? I tried it, G. It wasn't. It, it wasn't a good. For me, I always, I always like to say it, it wasn't a good experience for me. You know, it's like you gotta be a special type of person to. It gotta make sense. It gotta make sense. So if you tell me, damn baby, like my fucking um. <laughs> Whatever company I work for, they offer me. They gonna pay you one sixty to move to 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 Nebraska and and work remote. Like I'm gonna be back and forth. Like I got, you know, it gotta be a special type of situation. It gotta benefit the entire situation, Mm -hmm. especially if we if we serious. So if we like fresh, you know what I'm saying? Like we we've been dating for a little while. Like nothing too serious. But if we commit, we in a strictly committed relationship. We live together. We got obligations together. We got shit going on. It's gonna be tough for you to say that to me unless it's a legit situation. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's me. That's me. I know people that have done it and they, they relationships are fine. Mm-hmm. But I also know, I also seen the other side where it's like that shit can go really bad, dude. Really bad. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. It it's frustrating. Make it's like FaceTiming. I didn't see niggas. I didn't see niggas do it. I didn't been through it myself having to FaceTime your girl and ooh, ooh and this shit's bad, G. It's bad. It's expensive too. Unless motherfucker got flight benefits. By the way, anybody got them buddy passes? <laughs> y'all go ahead, send me them joints. We need them. Um, do y'all think sex plays a major part in a relationship? Yep. After respect, what percentage wise y'all think? After that? respect is next. What y'all think? What's, what's the percentage wise? Like, the percentage. Respect is ninety five percent. Sex is five percent. <laughs> what? What? Why respect is going to be? Why respect is going to be? I'll, I'll, hey, hey, you right. <laughs> Damn. You got, you got to get freaky in the club. Yeah, you know, I respect you, man. Nine five? Nah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say sixty four. I'm gonna say sixty forty. That's better. Now we cooking. Okay. Sixty forty. I'm with you on sex being thirty to forty. You know, cause that's a pressure relief. Like, like motherfucker gotta really understand. Like when you go back to the first question, how is it being a black man in America? Like we need pressure reliefs. Like, and that's a fucking relief. Getting busy with y'all, lady, and y'all really like in tune, like sexually. Man, what? We gonna we that. gonna go to sleep. We gonna sit on this motherfucking couch after we get busy. But you want a motherfucking play around? And, oh, I'm about to go motherfucking 
punching punching bag somewhere. I'm about to go hoop. And then I'm gonna come back still mad as hell. Cause you don't really motherfuckers need it. Fuck all that bull. No, no, we need to get busy. I know. Fuck that fuck shit. Fuck this shit, King. You gotta get busy. Like, that's a, <laughs> that's a, that's a, that's a part of us, Joe. Like, motherfuckers be lying, like, oh, it's not a. No, nah, motherfuckers gotta fuck. Work, work for knuckle fuck, you know. That was over exactly. Because I, 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 you want to, I hold, I hold respect very highly, but at the same time, like, we gotta get busy. We gotta go crazy. Because the world, like, because you got to understand, the world promotes sex. So you mean to tell me when I come home, I still can't get it? And I be outside, motherfucking shit, this shit flying around everywhere. Then I come home and you don't want to, like, what? Come on now, we can't, we got to get busy. All right, so I have a lot of female listeners. And I know they really hype about this conversation. So tell the listeners how y'all feel about black women. Ooh, love them. I love a black woman. I'm gonna go last because I might talk too much. Not for real, get your shit off. Because I think black women need to hear this from black men. I've been talking too much. I'm in the mood for gas and a black woman. I feel like this Instagram shit that's going around right now is lame as hell. What Instagram shit? Motherfuckers talking about how we don't care for black women. That's lame as hell. That's goofy as hell. It's a lot of shit going on like, y'all, we care for y'all and y'all don't care for us. That's. That's bullshit. And now it's people playing us against each other. Mm-hmm. That's, that's bullshit. Divide and conquer, bro. Like, I kill, kill a motherfucker for my people and I die for my shit too. Like, it's nothing more than that. Like, and I've told, I told my old lady this, I told my mama this, I told my cousin this shit. I don't know what else y'all want me to say. And, oh, y'all, we kept for y'all, we marched for y'all. Nah, y'all letting these motherfuckers on the internet lie to y'all. There's some real niggas out here that's really, really do this shit. And that shit be pissing me off when I see that shit. But maybe y'all gotta get y'all niggas from Chicago. That shit lame as hell. Huh? I said, maybe they need to get them a nigga from Chicago. That might be what it I is. I don't know, but I seen motherfuckers wherever they was at, some shorties put a girl in a garbage can. Yo. I'm like, I will kill all them niggas. Yeah. On, it's on site. It's on site with them niggas. It's on sure. site. It's on That's site. bogus as hell. Like, even if she mentally bogus and she a busser, <laughs> New York, a busser <laughs> mean a girl that's popping up thing. What a, pop, a busser is. Right. Even if she a busser, you don't throw it in a garbage can, bro. So then how do you feel about black men attacking trans women? Is a trans woman coming on to me? <laughs> Y'all went to the next one. Don't do that. If you no, I'm saying I'm. I'm I, saying, but what are you, okay, are you so trying to shoot? Start, are you trying to shoot your shot so at me? So what if a trans woman was to come on to you? How would you react? Oh, wait, I would say back the fuck up. I'm not on that. But if you keep no, coming, I, no, I'm, I'm not even trying to be like no. Wait, wait, I'm not even trying to be funny because I, I have transgender friends and a lot of their okay. friends been killed. So I really want to know, like, how would y'all feel? Because a lot of black men do attack and kill so, trans women. I was, no, we don't. I, don't I was, know, I don't know about. It. No, it, it happens though. I'm, I'm no, it happens. It happens, it happens every day. It's a story. It's a story in Chicago. It literally just happened. So the 18 year old guy was fucking with the trans woman. She was like 36, 37. They met on social media. Didn't they kill him? Or he killed himself. He killed her. So he went. He went to go meet up with her. They was gonna hook up. Whatever. Whatever. And he found out she was like, she, she ended up telling him like, she was trans, right? So he left, 
He left. He left the location. It was at, it was at a, in Pilsen. He left the location. He came back and killed her. I got a problem with that because it's like, nigga, you left already. Yeah, and I, I get it. You feel that bamboozled. You might, feel, but you got played, my nigga. Just leave. Like you already was gone. You came back. Take your L and keep it busting. So I got a problem with that. I got a problem with that too. But any any nationality could do that. That's what I'm saying. But that's but but that shit happens a lot, bro. It happens a lot within our community. And I think that we gotta like it's it's something that. So I'm not mad at the trans community for all of a sudden. Don't say all of a sudden. Living in their truth. You're right. For coming for for like bringing awareness to our to everybody else. Saying black trans lives matter. I'm not mad at them for that. How do y'all feel about <laughs> black women? Cause y'all didn't answer. My mother's a black woman. What's the question? <laughs> no, like how do you feel about it? Creme about de la, them? Creme de la creme. Mm-hmm. It's the best of the best. Why? Cause they're tough. <laughs> Super tough. They tough. They they do it all. No caring. Handle the business, bills. They take care of home. They make sure the. the Everything is intact. They're the the backbone. Black women is the backbone. They very tough. It's it's nothing else more strong than a black woman because they have to bear knowing that a a George Floyd can happen. Mm. Right. Most marginalized group in America, bro. They have to bear a, a a. a brand new baby knowing that what what's the what's the girl name who went to Houston, Texas? Sandra Bland. Sandra Bland. George Floyd or they're bearing a Sandra Bland. Or a Breonna Taylor. So, or Breonna Taylor. Or Rakia Boyd. Or Rakia Boyd. So listen. Or shit, what's the shorty name? Be that, In Florida. No, the shorty got killed and they shot her son. Kareem, uh, Green, Grimes. Yeah, yeah. I can't, I can't, I can't see myself being with anything but a black woman. Yeah, because I, I just know, I just know that you really here with me. You gonna see, like, like you get it? Yeah, like like anybody can say whatever the fuck they want to say, but when it come down to the real shit, and we both in a fire, or I'm in a fire, you gonna come get me out this fire, or you gonna be like? You shouldn't have did that. Not even that you gonna come get me, but are you gonna understand you why gonna, I'm in this? You gonna, why exactly, I'm in this that's a fact. And I can't, I can't be with nobody that I gotta explain that shit to. I don't got, I don't got time to explain that's a fact. shit. Motherfucker be like, well, if you grew up and you went, nah, you know how this shit is. Let's yeah. try to fucking get through this shit. But nah, you gotta have my back. Black woman gonna sit there and say, uh, well, I understand he told you that, but this is what he really meant. He <laughs> uh, put that on your paper. Right. Erase that. Put that down. That's a because fact. this is what he really meant. But it's the, it's, it, it go, it's the same kind of example of me and my guys out, right? So me and this nigga out, he do some stupid shit. Mm-hmm. Some stupid shit. Guess what I'm going to do? I'm gonna get him out the jam. When he get in the car, what I'm gonna, I'm gonna do? I'm gonna go crazy on his ass. I'm gonna look, look. I'm rock. So it's the riding with you, right or wrong, in them situations. Like, in when it comes to like social issues and social injustice, like they understand. I can't be with nobody that don't understand. Yeah, I can't be with nobody. The way that there. the world look at me. Right or wrong, weak or strong. Weak or strong. We've been saying that since we was 
Shit, shit, since we the first trial for a basketball team, fifth and sixth grade, yo. Right or wrong, we can show. Now, how do we learn that so early as a black people? White people just gonna get Gatorade and order all of this shit to make them good in sports. Yeah. But we gotta go off spiritual sands, man. Like, we gotta really be there. I think that's why we jump over grims and, and can cross people over and be <laughs> quick as lightning. Cause we tough, Joe. We, we, we gotta, we have to be better. So what did y'all moms teach y'all about dating a woman? Why, why I gotta go my mama ain't teach me shit. Yeah, oh, my mama ain't teach me shit. All she wanted to do was make sure Lincoln was spent up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's real tough. My mama ain't teach me no shit. Yeah. About loving black women? Mm-hmm. She never been loved. My mama never been married. So how can she teach me about being uh, or loving a woman? And and I'm gonna say that with my truth, you know. She has never. My mother is seventy years old, and she's still to this day. If I get into some shit, if I go out here and hop in my truck and fuck some shit up, all she know I do is be a mom and be there for me. She's not gonna tell me I'm wrong. Yeah, that, she's that, never taught me how to love in a relationship. Mm. She can't she can't do that? She's, that's impossible. I think. And what I've grown up yeah. My mama told told it to me out of her mouth. She was like, "I wish I taught you and your brother how to stick through things, stick it thin, and like how to work through things." Cause like you've seen me date multiple people. I've seen you've seen your father date multiple people, but we never work things out. And that's a, this is what you've seen is people di- disconnected yeah. if if stuff don't work. She told that shit to me out of her mouth. Like I wish y'all would have seen. Uh, I wish I would have showed y'all how to make yeah how to make shit work. Mm-hmm. But it, it that's a fact. We but we quick to like. Do the next thing or like want to give up? Get give up? Yeah, that's yeah. a fact. So I think my mom. I know. I know my mom. She she when she look at me, she see my dad, right? So they was never married. They was never. You know they had me. That's it. I'm a, I'm their only child together. And when she when she look at me, she see him. Like me and my mom they had a lot of issues. I got I got big time mom issues, right? I love my mom to death though. But I got big time mom issues. Over the years, so when she see my when she see me, she see my dad. She see the issues that she had with my pops. Mm-hmm. So she can never teach me about loving a woman. You know, so she can never teach me about you know those things like that. That's all shit that I learned from 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 men in my life. My pops, my brother. That's mm-hmm. it. You know, so so I guess it kind of just it's also a subjective kind of thing. Like it depends. It, it, I guess it depends on like. <laughs> What kind of relationships you have with your mom? Mm-hmm. I, I think it's, it sounds real rare, and I feel like it's up to yeah, black right. women to kind of educate us on this shit too, because none of but us. That's exhausting. Oh, J Cole just had an issue I mean, with that. No, I get what you're saying, but I think <laughs> as a as a black I mean, woman and for but, black women, I think that's exhausting. Like I think that there's so much knowledge and everything that's out there for you to go get it. Like sometimes, like I get it, niggas want they 
their women woman to like hold them down and shit. But it's just like, nigga, like. But as a mother, as a mother, that's different. You, if you're a mother, you teaching constantly. My relationship, but yeah. Oh, I thought we was on the. No, but, you're right. But as a mother, like, damn, your daddy cold blooded. My mama still say this shit to this day. Your sure. daddy cold fucking blooded. I wish I would. I wish we would have figured it out. He cold blooded. He cold. Yeah, he do this. He do that. You remind me of your daddy. Yeah, I'm he cold. Daddy, that's a cold blooded. That's man. what I'm saying. She say that shit out of her mouth with that nigga standing next to her. Oh, uh, wild as hell. My dog. Ooh, wild shit. as hell. But he was so like stern and like like focused on holding shit down. Like, I don't know. I really don't know what happened, but she has stayed this shit to this day. Like, that nigga, man. If he different. Cause, but he, and the wild part is, he like, inst- like we men, me and buddy ass grew up together. <laughs> so we got instilled that same shit. You know what I'm saying? So like, when older women see us. I would have never known that. Yeah, we, 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 we don't, we, we don't understand the game we got. Until like older women see us and be like, hey, what the fuck? But that, cause my motherfucking mama, the older women seen that type of nigga give us the game. And now that, like to them, he cold blooded. And we got the same energy, you know what I'm saying? What are y'all thoughts on the Me Too movement? Ooh. We talked about that. We did. I'm not on Yahoo yet, I got words. They don't like black men. <laughs> it's, it's it's subjective and it's like real opportunists. Mm, you think so? Yeah. The I think was like, like, about three. Like, <clears throat> come on, man. Like y'all don't get mad at me. Fine, that's fine. But we speaking truth. Mm-hmm. Why speaking. in the fuck? Nobody said shit about Bill when Bill was doing that wild shit. Oh, he had power. If you feel disrespected, speak that shit. Like, what the... Like, but you do understand that it's not easier for a woman to speak her truth, especially in certain Okay, so maybe we should areas. bring in a woman on this because I never understood that. Why a woman don't speak later, up? I still don't get it. Well, I think that, let's say, if you in the sports industry... I think that for women, it can be hard because that's a male-dominated industry. So No, I'm, I'm talking about just in all areas of life. But I don't think, I think that's such a, I mean, I have two audience members. Y'all want to say something? Yeah, yeah. They, this is what we got to <laughs> bring women in. Come yeah. closer. Okay. This my lady, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. So, the Me Too movement is just more so about women finally feeling like they have a voice because it's been a collective issue. When you feel like you have the support of others that will not be questioned, and they get and it, and you trust, you know that you'll be trusted, and you know you won't be questioned about what the fuck you were doing and it's a to safe make it happen space. or whatever. Mm-hmm. That you know you're in a safe space either because. That person you're talking to has experienced it, which is ridiculously common. Ridiculously common, especially for little black girls. Mm -hmm. So it's not just as easy as saying, mommy, this man touched me. Oh, I got raped. This man put his dick in me. And you're 13 and this nigga is 24 or whatever. 
It's just not because, did y'all see that clip of D.L. Hughley on that talk show saying straight up, my daughter straight up told me that a nigga that I knew was messing with her and I did not believe her because I knew that nigga. Right. Mm -hmm. I, I, and I struggle with that to this day. My baby told me that this nigga was fucking with her. And I was like, so that's why, that is why. Because little girls try to tell their daddy. And people worry about like, oh, did, did she go to the police? Did she go try to get a rape kit or whatever? And I think another reason why women don't feel safe because of that comment, and not to throw you under the bus or anything, but it's like, why do you say anything? Like, it's not easy to say and that. And it's oh. also a thing where you don't even know, some people don't know what happened. Yeah. Some people don't realize what has happened to them. Because a lot of women get raped by their homeboys. Exactly. Or you touch inappropriately so much that, okay, he's clearly not, he's not stopping, so I'm going to just, you know. And this is nothing has happened to me. I'm not speaking from experience, no, no, but no, I know no, a lot did. of people. Me too. I know too many black girls. I know too many black girls that literally have just decided to tell me. My friends. So, it's, it's really just not as easy as speaking up when it happens to you. It's yeah. not, that's yeah. not all you have I, to do. I, I know it's, it's tough. It's tough for women. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. I get it. You're absolutely right. And then everything, you have, like, you know, everything. And then imagine you tell me somebody something and they don't believe you. Right. So now right. you don't even matter. Exactly. Um, so have y'all ever been in a situation with a girl and y'all misinterpreted and she felt uncomfortable? Sexually? Mm-hmm. No. How I've been, especially nowadays, motherfuckers damn near just gotta pull my move out. <laughs> I got my dick in my hand, boy. <laughs> I ain't fucking around. <laughs> Come on, boy. That's an inside joke. Too much shit yeah. going on. Or I'll be on the other side of the room like, you want to do this, motherfucker? It'll be out. But I ain't going to keep, you like this? No, you need to really say, I want to do that, motherfucker. I'm like, all right, bet. We going to get it busted. So the question is, what's the question again? So have you ever um, been in a situation where you misinterpreted with a girl and she felt uncomfortable? What do you mean, like, that's why I had sexually. So let's say we out. Give me a scenario. We have uncomfortable. Huh? If I'm uncomfortable, she, like, I can't even do this shit. Like, it's for me. So I ain't even gonna try nothing with you. Like, it is what it is. Like, so I ain't even gonna put you in that situation. That's just for me. Like, I, I gotta go <coughs> to bro. It's like straightforward. It ain't no talking. Like, it is what it is. Yeah, and I well, really need to this, know you really trying to fuck. Let me ask you this, dude. We, we done left time <laughs> of tours. Not we, but you know your situation. You met somebody. Y'all don't want to your crib. And she started hollering. What? I don't feel comfortable. I don't feel comfortable. Get the fuck out. Right. It's, but what if y'all like making out and shit? Get the fuck out. No. Okay. I'm going to call you old. So it's like this, I'm and I'm gonna start recording. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna need you. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm gonna start. I don't like we just making out. You just pop up out of nowhere. I don't feel comfortable. I right, let me pull my phone out and record this shit. And I'm gonna call you Uber while I'm recording this, cause your ass squeaking and I won the energy five seconds ago. So I don't know what the fuck you gonna do when you get up out of here. And you might wanna call somebody. I'm not on that, and I need everybody to know I'm not on what you think I'm, I'm on. I think real niggas kind of just know the vibes. Like, yeah. 
No, this is I ain't gonna lie. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> some situations where I felt I agree like, with that. Well, I felt like motherfuckers was on it, but they they was like, what? First of all, I ain't fucking with no one foot in, one foot out. You know. I'm gonna know if you. I'm gonna know if you own that. Period. Mm-hmm. Like it's just certain the vibrations is just it's just different when it comes like sexually. Like it's just you know when somebody own that. So if I feel like you one foot in, one foot out, I'm not even gonna pursue. It's, it's not that deep to me, G. Because guess what I'm gonna go do? Go to the next building. Go rub one out if I got to. You're gonna have to have I'm gonna go rub one out if I got to. It ain't that deep. Like pussy ain't it it, it ain't that serious, G. But I do I think that happens so much where you got niggas who are so fucking thirsty. They're in the pursuit of of, of, of pussy to the point where they just lose their mind and they'll fucking They'll do anything for it. They'll do anything for the shit. It's like it's never that deep. It's never that deep. Never that deep, so that's why I say like the real niggas know, you know, <laughs> if a motherfucker trying to give you some ass. Y'all just gotta find motherfucker that's used to shit. Well, I I ain't gonna lie, I've been in them situations. I got some land in my house, and in my head, you made us my house. <laughs> <laughs> you was on that <laughs> green light. Yeah. Okay, so but then but then when I feel a little. Little beads of, of sweat on my head that I'm working towards. I'm, I'm, we all can let you know. Hard. That's that's your indicator. Yeah. Show indicator, bro. So in my head, I yeah, I, I ain't gonna just kick you out and be all that tough shit. Okay. I'm gonna get my sheet. I'm gonna get a, I'm gonna get a pillow. We're gonna put it in between us. I call you something in the morning, but I'm gonna go to bed. And I'll be comfortable. Water down. Yeah. I don't kick your ass. I ain't one of them. Look, yeah, it's over with. You can stay here. You can call somebody, whatever. But other than that, I'm going to bed. I just be scared of that morning reaction too. Yeah, for sure. What morning reaction? My fucker, <laughs> my be so blue out. They don't know what happened. Wake up in the morning and don't know if they fuck. Like, yeah, for sure, for yeah, sure. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, yes. wow, where I'm at? Yes. Where I'm at? Yes. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shorty, I made sure you was good. Your yep. ass was bogus. So I really be on some, nah, get the fuck out. I'm going to call this Uber for you. And yeah, we I ain't have too much worry about I'm going to send you the receipt. And everybody going to see that you got the fuck up out of here. I, like, I, like, I got, like, nowadays, you got to play this shit so, like, like well, so strategic. smart and strategic. Like, yeah. like, because, I mean, obviously, that's always been the case, but now it's like, yeah, I I'm not. It's it's, yeah. I, I'm, it's not. I'm not gonna say victim, but at the like, I don't know. Like we, us is like we in a real fucking weird situation when it come to women now. That's what when I say like, I'm gonna up my banger across the room and be like, you trying to do this motherfucker? And <laughs> if you not, all right, cool. Now we know what we on, but I ain't gonna kiss your neck and then you be like, I'm not on that. Like it's a real weird situation. Back in the day, motherfucker would be like. Yeah, I'm trying to fuck. You come <laughs> over there. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you already knew. Like oh, you be like I, the crib open. My OG leave. She gone for the weekend. You know she about to come to fuck. Nowadays you be like, wait, what? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I got open crib. <laughs> oh yeah, it's busting in this bitch. You know what I'm saying? Nowadays that shit is unclear. Sounds for what cool. reason I don't fucking know. Like. Nah. 
I fear more for my like my students. So the young guys, they come to me, they be like, man, coach, like she was like these little guys, man, they they different with it. They I think they might be a little more direct than we were. And that's that's oh, what hell yeah. That's what because, you mean nowadays. Because you got all it's it's way too many variables involved now. So you got Social media, all these different these different avenues that are promoting sex, promoting you know women just being these these, these sexual beings, right? So these high school kids are like taking that shit to the next level. You know what I'm saying? We had a couple kids come to school like, man, you know I was I was I was raped and this and that, and the, and the kids be like, Mr. Williams, like she. She was on that. So that's why I say, like, yo, to your point, the rape culture umbrella is not, like, it's people, niggas don't really know. They don't, they don't really know and understand the things that fall under that. So if I send, so if I send her a picture of my, if I send her a dick pic right now, and she didn't ask for it, that falls under what? Mm-hmm. Rape culture umbrella, like, I like that's that's a part of. Did you coerce her? I'm coercing her. Like yeah, I can't just send her a picture. I can't just randomly on a Tuesday afternoon send her a picture of my move. Like and she ain't asked for. And, and, and then some people can't. But niggas don't know that. And, but at the same time, some motherfuckers like, can't. In y'all situation. Period, some, bro. Some, some motherfuckers can't handle. Hey, you trying to fuck? Saying, not not her not her being my girl. I'm just saying, me randomly sending her that niggas. You can't do that, bro. <laughs> but 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 you can't. But then some motherfuckers can't. Okay, you trying to fuck? You want to? Why are you so aggressive? Cause I don't know what the well, fuck I to think, do. Exactly. I think that it's nothing wrong with you saying you want to fuck. I think it's the verbiage that you use when you saying you want to fuck. And how I'm supposed to say it? Oh my god. No, I'm serious. How I'm supposed to say? How I'm supposed to say? They be like, yo, so what you want tonight? What's the move? No, hell no. I don't want no nigga to ask me, so you trying to fuck? Like, what? At this it? point, that's what it's going to have to be. And we no, going to have to put you. And it's going to be on the recorded line. You got to ask me what we on tonight. Gotta, you got to gauge somebody. Exactly. You got to test gauge somebody. So if a nigga asks me. I'm just say, you trying to fuck. But what I'm saying is, you know, when them cousins call you, just in case you got to take this shit to court. We're on a recorded line. Them calls be recorded for quality assurance purposes. Say your purposes. name. <laughs> Say your name. Are you quality. trying to fuck? Yes no, or no? I think for me, you're not I asking still, me if I'm trying to fuck. I still feel people myself to So when it's a real person on the phone, I ain't got nothing for you. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. I ain't shit for you. After you have my social, is this Andre Walton? Yeah. yeah. Your motherfucker, your, this your address? Yes. You say your phone. Come on. Shit. <laughs> no, I agree. I think that you should be upfront with people and you should be direct. But for me, it's all about verbiage. Like, you just not going to come to me and be like, right. you trying to fuck? But, I don't, like, but that, I get that. Right. But then, like, if we kicking it after the club and I'm kissing on you. And then you, you ask me, like, so what you want? To me, I know what time it is. But it's, how do you, like, tell us how to approach these situations nowadays? I can't speak for every woman, but I'm just saying for me, you're not gonna just you can't come to me and say so you trying to fuck like no. Nah. How do we do it? So just then? be like I like, think for me it's all about we... being smooth and just finessing it. Cause you know if a bitch trying to fuck or not. 
So if you come up with her, you doing up all this. Up the banger across <laughs> the room and be standing there on the wall like, look at this motherfucker. And to then do maybe it? you do have to do that because in these times you want to make sure that nothing crazy happens. So I would just be. What? It's so. It's like so. Oh, like it's a, a scary question. move for us and I. Like why well, don't think you should be pulling? I don't think you should be pulling your dick. That's out. why I love my girl. And I'm gonna always love her because this shit weird now. This shit way too it's weird. Way too weird. Back too in the cool. day, motherfucker be like, hey, you, me, me finna go back to the like. But I also think that people need to take their time and getting to know people because when you meet people, it's all about perception. Sure. And I think that when you meet people and you think you're vibing this and that, and then you say some slick shit and they be like, wait, what? That's where the confusion comes in. I agree with that. It needs to be a rule book. On just, this nowadays, shit. you just can't fuck off back. It needs to be a it needs to be a rule book on this shit because motherfuckers perceive shit a lot different than somebody else. I agree. Like you got a ditzy motherfucker. Oh, we gonna go back to Israel. But then you also need to know what type of woman you dealing with. Like you be like, hey, I'm about to go. We, I live around the corner. I'm right here down. We gonna go kick it. Oh, we gonna go here. Motherfucker get drunk. Wake up in the morning, what did I do? It's dumb motherfuckers out here like, what did I do? Oh my God, I'm not, I wasn't supposed to be here. And then they call a motherfucker screaming and hollering. Then they call their mama. Then Karen call the police, now I'm booked. Man, look, yeah, this is a recorded line. Like I need all this, that's why I don't need nothing. I'm cool. So I got a question. What responsibility do women have in Responding to them 3 a.m. texts and engaging in dialogue and, you know, sexual dialogue or whatever it is, what you want. Because at the end of the day, what responsibility do women have in, in, in rape culture as far as, forget the physical part, I mean like the, the communication, so phone communication, shit like that. Um... Well, I can't speak for What do you everybody. think? What do you think? I think for me, I'm just very honest and upfront and direct. So if I'm talking to somebody and I'm doing something and we just chilling, whatever, like... At 3 a.m. At 3 a.m., I know what time... I know what's going on at 3 a.m. There ain't too many things that's open at 3 a.m. So like Castle Exactly. Like Castle so Lake. I feel that's like right. if I'm linking up with a nigga at 3 a.m., I'm trying to fuck. For sure. But that's me. I can't speak for the yeah. next woman or somebody else. But well, I'm gonna be acting dumb as hell. But I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I just think that with people, when it comes to especially being sexual with somebody, you need to be honest. You need to be upfront because, well, my oh, I just want to come over and lay up with you. Maybe different than you, um, what you want to do. Right. So I think that people need to have clear lines on what they're trying to do. And sometimes you do have to walk niggas because some people just be acting like they don't know. So at least you. So why? Say, so why can't women just say, look? But I ain't fucking. Come over and cuddle. Yeah. All right, cool. I ain't coming over there. Oh, all right, cool. I'm going to cuddle. That's it. I ain't fucking. I'm coming over, but I ain't fucking. But niggas going to still try. No. Like, don't go over there. You think so? I'm not laying next to no nigga and he not trying me. Niggas going to try. Niggas going to try. Motherfucker going to stop. No, I just think that people need just need to be real about it. Like, you're not laying up to no person, especially if you're attracted to that person at 3 o'clock in the morning and somebody ain't going to make a move. That's why I don't, I don't got to deal with this And you just no not more. cuddling I'm with anybody. I'm glad I'm out of the game, dude. That shit game is confusing. It's getting too... That's how I feel. It's the blurry line. It's too fucked up, G. I ain't got time to do that. Nah, look. From younger years to now, if someone say, come over... You know what time it is. 
You get over there, it's go time. But if you, if you, if you, <laughs> you go time. Busted. But you, but you will know. You will get a nick. You know what time you it is. You will get a nick saying that okay, this girl may not be with it, and you will take your ass to sleep and wake up when the sun is shining. But then it also goes back to your point of niggas just can't be thirsty when it comes to trying to get ass. Can't be thirsty. Yeah, that be. And I don't even trust niggas that be thirsty. (laughs) And that be the fucked up part. But it's just way too many thirsty niggas. The niggas gotta act. What happened? The shit started at (laughs) three a.m. You text a chick at three a.m. The niggas gotta go. The niggas gotta go act. Am I gonna get a little piece of pussy when I get there? If you ain't if you ain't man enough to act that I think that's right. I agree with that by three AM. You, you better be coming you better be a straight shooter by three AM. We gotta understand what it's three AM because I ain't outside at three AM. Yeah, I ain't gonna bullshit. Like if I gotta get out of my bed, if I get over there, look, you better be popping that motherfucker. Uh huh. Yeah. By three AM and I feel like a motherfucker not gonna call you and tell you to come like it's a everything boiled down to respect. So you think my Fact. goof ass gonna hop up at 3 a.m. and come <laughs> give you a hug? Fuck out of here. I'm coming to tear that motherfucker up. That's that 95. That's a respect <laughs> thing. Like, hey, it's 3 a.m. I want to see you. All right, I'm on my way. And I come over there and we yeah. hug and go to sleep. It's no, so, we about to go crazy around this bitch. Sometimes girls want that, though. That's another topic. No, nah, not the wrong bull motherfucking shit. All right, podcast, though. So y'all know... So y'all been friends for what? Let's say almost twenty years. On 15, average, 20 on, years. on average, fifteen years. So did y'all learn anything new about each other? For sure. Hell yeah. 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 I did. Yeah. For sure. I did. A lot of shit I knew, but I learned some new things. Yeah. Yeah. And we were spoken tonight. So what does brotherhood mean for y'all? Oh shit. Hold it down, shit. P.O.P. P.O.P. Hold it down. Hold it down. <laughs> we all go through shit. We just, you know. Just make sure we still good. We brotherhood means make sure brother, we got our shit straight. Bro, brotherhood to me means loyalty, accountability. Like I can't see my niggas out here bad. I'ma always hold my guys accountable for sure. Cause yeah. one thing about me that can't nobody ever. I'ma always I'm hold my niggas way. accountable, G. Cause yeah. I can't. Cause you a reflection of me. Facts. Super facts. If motherfuckers know you my man's, I got you on the ground. We 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 brothers. We on pictures hugging and shit. We doing all yeah, this. Cool, Motherfuckers see you with me. Goofball Jamal. Every month. So, uh, summertime, shout out. You you a reflection of me. I'm gonna always hold you accountable. You know what I'm saying? So like, for me it means more than anything, loyalty and accountability. That's it. Yeah, that's a fact. Because you can't be associated with me, and I and I feel like. I live my life off being solid and like yeah, telling my fuck like it's it's like I'm gonna hold you accountable because we can't be no chink in this armor with the guys. For sure. And if we we got a brotherhood, we all need to be solid. If not, you gotta get the fuck on with that bullshit because we really trying to, you know, make shit happen and 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 still feel good within our circle. You know what I'm saying? Like niggas need we need each other. We need to call somebody and talk. And if I feel like you on some lame shit and you gonna spill a beans or you gonna try to use this information against me, you know what I'm saying? Like, then you ain't my homie. Cause we got shit we all dealing with. And that shit lame as hell, but you know, I feel like brotherhood is just taking care of your boys and 
Chicago is like that, but it ain't like that. Just find the right motherfuckers. Yeah. And Chicago's the best city, too. You know? All right, so <laughs> y'all have any questions, comments, or concerns? Y'all hit me up. Do not slide in my DMs asking who is who, because they all was well, two y'all single. Because yeah. of you. I ain't single. I got <laughs> two of y'all got a girl. That little motherfucker's crazy. Yeah, my old lady ain't seen with the shit ass. So don't ask me who these niggas are because I ain't giving up their information. You can get mine, man. <laughs> <laughs> I already helped you with somebody yesterday. She threw you a hey, y'all. So y'all know the D way to LeBron, the the gift. The photo, the Chris Paul to DeAndre Jordan. No, no, that one was dope too. But the D way to Bron, the PHG. When you don't throw Jason Terry. The professional homegirl threw an alley oop last night. That was. I did help help Ooh my homegirl. Ooh wee! That's ghost. My boy, ass. you better dump you that. You better bitch. have a good night, but you better not smoke that bunny, boy. All that shit up. You see what? Mm-hmm. Nah, I'm straight. Did you call? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you doing this? Shit? Did you call her today? Dinner. I hooked him up with somebody yesterday. What you say to him? What you call? Him? <laughs> Come on, man, we done with the podcast. Sweetheart, <laughs> sweetheart. <laughs> All right, y'all. Later. Y'all want to say bye? Y'all, this will be the last time I have niggas on the show. Chicago say peace out.
Chicago. What Get your goof ass out of here, boy. Right. Chicago. Hey, man. this podcast is decent as hell. Decent as hell, <laughs> boy. <laughs> All right, y'all. Later. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.